0: Thank you for listening to this week's Freedom Church podcast. We hope it helps and inspires you. I want to give you a message of hope today. Hope is this belief that circumstances that we are facing will get better. That real hope is this constant positive attitude that no matter what is happening currently, things will change for the better. I know what you're thinking, oh, not one of those annoyingly positive people that always say it will get better, things will get better, you know, things will get better. Don't get bitter. I, I am one of those annoyingly positive people. On the whole, I tend to believe the future is always looking good. It's looking bright and looking better. And I believe that right now, hope is a really important word. We need to be people full of hope. It's never been so important in the season that we are facing. And I know that there is this tension between what we hope for tomorrow and the reality that we are facing today. We need to live in the present, but hold on tightly to the hope that we cling for, for tomorrow. I remember when my children were small, we used to take them at Christmas time to go and see Father Christmas at Paulton's Park, just outside of Romsey. And we would take our children and we would queue up what felt like ours. There would be other parents in pushchairs and buggies and we'd be feeding our children sort of leftover bits of picnic and anything we could find to keep them quiet. As they were going, are we there yet? Can we see him yet? And they were desperately waiting for their moment. And then when we get into the room and we, we are there with this old guy in a red suit and he always said the same words to our children every year. He would say, what are you hoping for? this Christmas time? What are you hoping for?" And at that point, our children, amazing, they'd never met this person in their life before. Suddenly, they would splurt out all the different things they wanted for Christmas. And at that point, my wife, Lottie and I, we would stand there either feeling fairly smug because we got all the presents right or feeling fairly concerned. We've completely misread what their desires were for that Christmas time, an amazing uh, moment. What are you hoping for this Christmas? And I guess for many of us, what we were hoping for, and what we are hoping for, has changed. That maybe you were hoping for a, a luxury gift, maybe you were hoping for a new gadget, maybe you were hoping for a novelty jumper, but now the world has changed. And maybe we're hoping for something much more simple a timed together with our family. Maybe we're just hoping to retain our job. We're hoping to keep healthy. We're hoping to hold a loved one close we've not been able to hold for many months. Our hopes have changed. What were you hoping to do at the beginning of the year may well have changed by this time of the year. The year looks very different to what we started looking like. And although there's the famous proverb that says that hope deferred makes the heart sick, that depends on what you put your hope into if you put your hope into something which will fail then yes you'll be disappointed over and over again but if you put your hope into something eternal then there will be joy coming in the morning that jesus the bible tells us is our living hope he's our eternal hope we can put our trust in him and it may have felt like this year has been a hopeless year Your desires, your dreams, your plans, your ambitions haven't quite happened as you hoped they would. Maybe you feel like a sense of loss. You've lost uh, employment. You've lost opportunity. You've lost finances. Uh, You've lost uh, maybe a, a loved one. You've had a loss of relationships. You've had a loss of connectedness. A loss of identity. A loss of hope. Maybe you came into the year full of hope and that hope has been chipped away as the years gone by. Maybe you came into the year feeling fairly hopeless and things just now you're living on fumes. This has been a challenging year, but I want to remind us this Christmas time that the hope that Jesus brings to us, this story of Christmas is all about hope. You see, hope is revived when we tell stories of the past that reminds us what the future might look like. And the Christmas story is the most ancient of stories that reminds us of what is to come. I reminded that line from an old hymn I used to sing as a child, "O God, our help in ages past, our hope for years to come. We're hoping for what is to come, but we remember what God has done in the past and therefore he'll do again in the future. Christmas is this story of hope. It's this ancient story that reminds us of what can happen. This baby Jesus born to each one of us. And there's nothing more hopeful than a baby. If you had a baby in this last uh, few months, you will know the hope that a baby brings, the possibilities, the what ifs, what could become of this small child. And nothing embodies hope like baby Jesus because he was living hope, hope eternal. You see, when Jesus was born all those 2000 years ago, Jesus was born into a, a place of you know, the story, you know, shepherds, angels, wise men, stars, the whole nativity scene, but it happened in a season of hopelessness. We forget that the people of Israel were under oppression. They'd been overrun by the Roman Empire. They'd been forced to come under their rule. They had their rights taken away, their dignity, and they were isolated and they were limited in what they could do because now they were part of this Roman Empire and they were desperate to be free, they were desperate to remove themselves from their restrictions. They were hoping for a miracle, but it felt hopeless. They were hoping that the words of the prophet Isaiah would come true. They'd they'd lived for this moment, the people of Israel. They'd heard the prophet Isaiah 700 years earlier said these famous words, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Look, the virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. And they were expecting that one day there would be a Messiah, a savior, someone to rescue them. And, And for the last seven centuries, They'd been hoping that this this child that would be born to a virgin and it would be God with us, God living amongst mankind would actually rescue them and save them and be their Messiah. They were longing for this moment and desperate for this moment and they were feeling hopeless. So that moment when the angels appear on the hillside next to Bethlehem to the shepherds that night and said those words, don't be afraid. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Saviour, yes the Messiah, the Lord has been born today in Bethlehem. I mean the shepherds may have been some of the more illiterate people in that community but they knew the prophet Isaiah, they knew the story of hope, they knew the story of Messiah that was to come. Every child that was born was told the story of hope of what was to come and they knew. The angels were talking about the Savior, the Messiah, the one they were longing for was born in Bethlehem, the the city that was just behind them, the small town, but just behind them up the hill. And he said, if you, you'll recognize them because this baby will be wrapped in strips of cloth and you'll find this baby in a manger. The shepherds couldn't believe it and they went running off, a Savior, a Messiah, surely not. The words of the prophet Isaiah coming true, surely our hopes are coming to earth at this moment in time. And they come to the stable and they find it to be just as the angels said. And they bow on their, in their knees and they speak to Mary and they worship baby Jesus. They see hope coming to earth in the form of this little baby. In a season of hopelessness, in a mess in the middle of an animal shelter that would have stunk, that would have smelled animal manure and dung and the smell and the straw and in the middle of it in this animal feeding trough was this newborn vulnerable baby. The hope of the world. Jesus fills us with hope. However bad the situation might be, never give up on hope. We find hope often in the messes of situations. You know, if you remember the I'm a celebrity, get me out of here, where they're in those dark places, they're surrounded by creepy crawlies. It's all a bit grim and disgusting and they are burying their hands into who knows what, just to find a golden star so they can give their camp friends a meal that evening. And they're doing all they can to find hope in the middle of the mess. And in the same way, in the mess of Christmas and the busyness of Christmas, as we prepare for what is to come, as we get ready for what is to come, as we uh, prepare the food, we organise presents and gifts, we plan and create and we hope for what is to come out of the mess and the busyness of Christmas. In the same way, out of this mess of a year of 2020, as we head towards Christmas, it gives us a sense of hope that there is something better coming. Jesus gives us Hope, he is our living hope. There is always hope. Sometimes it is harder to find than others, but it is always there in the middle, often, of the mess. So I dare you to hope tonight. I dare you to hope once again. That story of Christmas was Jesus, this baby, came uh, in his flesh but grew up to be an adult who, who would speak great wisdom and tell great stories, but more importantly, took our place to die upon a cross, a horrendous death, to take our punishment for the things that we've done wrong. And in that moment that hope was being damaged and and destroyed and then Jesus overcame death and came back to life again and hope has now become eternal. Hope is alive, hope is well and we can put our trust in Jesus Christ once again. That's the story of Christmas that Jesus came, Emmanuel, God with us. The Bible tells that one day, God will wipe away every tear from our eyes. There will be no more death, no more sorrow, nor crying. There'll be no more pain for the former things have passed away. Wow. One day, there will be no no more sadness, no more isolation, no more depression, no more loneliness, no more death, no more illness. That will all have gone. There is hope for us to eagerly look forward to. We need to live in the reality of now, but hope for what is to come, real living hope. And in the Bible, another prophet in Lamentations writes these words in a time of disappointment and frustration, he said this, he said, I will never forget this time, this awful time as I grieve over my loss, yet I still dare to hope. Yet I still dare to hope when I remember these words, the faithful love of the Lord never ends. His mercies never cease. I want to say to you tonight, that is so true, that don't don't let your grief and disappointment hold you back. Dare to hope once again. Remember that God's mercies never come to an end. They never cease. I want to pray for all of you listening and watching tonight through the words of Romans 15 that was read earlier. I want to pray these words over you. I pray that God, the source of all hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him. Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. God bless you. On behalf of my family and of Freedom Church, I wish you a happy and I hope-filled Christmas. Thank you so much for listening and being with us. For more information about Freedom Church, please go to www.freedomchurch.uk. Thank you for listening.